0: This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. My name is Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a team of experts that are available to answer any advice, technical queries you may have about strategies for your clients. In today's podcast, Neil Sparks, BT's National Manager of SMSF Strategy, we'll talk about the compulsion for self-managed super funds to adopt the ATO's electronic payment system SuperStream from the 1st of October 2021 for any rollovers in or out of the SMSF, as well as the benefits of the system and tips to be prepared. But before I hand over to Neil, at the start of this week, there was a very welcome announcement from the government about the ASIC funding model, with an announcement that the annual levy on licensees, calculated on a per advisor basis, We'll be wound back to the 2018-2019 level of $1,142 per advisor and stay at that level for the 2020-21 and the 2021-22 payments. This is a reduction of roughly 60% to the estimated levies for these two years. The government has also committed to a review of the funding mechanism in light of the structural changes that are occurring to the advice industry at present. Now it's time for me to hand over to Neil, to talk about the SMSF SuperStream measures.
1: Thanks, Brian. Well, hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. My name is Neil Sparks and I'm the National Manager SMSF Strategy at BT. Today, we're going to talk about the upcoming deadline for SMSFs to use SuperStream from October the 1st this year. I'll detail the changes for SMSFs and give some tips to advisors and SMSF trustees. So let's start at the beginning. What is SuperString? It's an electronic system set up by the ATO to facilitate ingoing and outgoing super transactions between superannuation funds, employers, and the ATO. The system is intended to simplify super rollovers by cutting down processing time and errors and linking data to payments using a unique payment reference number system. So from October the 21st, 2021, SMSF trustees will need to use Superstream for all rollovers into or out of an SMSF. So, where an individual's superannuation benefits are currently in an APRA fund and they wish to roll over all or part of their benefits to an SMSF, where an individual is currently in an SMSF and they wish to roll over all or part of their benefits to another SMSF, or if the individual super benefits are currently in an SMSF and they want to roll over all or part of their benefits to an APRA fund, um, for example, following the wind-up of an SMSF, they will need to use SuperStream. Now, the ATO is very clear that this deadline will not be extended beyond October 1st and that all SMSFs must initiate and process all rollovers using the SuperStream system from October 1. So what does this mean for trustees and administrators of self-managed super funds? Extending the SuperStream system to SMSF rollovers will mean that administrators can no longer roll benefits out of an SMSF by sending a check and paper rollover benefit statements to the receiving fund. After October the 1st, these must be completed using SuperStream. In other words, the transfer of information And the payment must happen electronically. So as I said, we'll go through some tips for advisors today. And here's our first tip. The ATO is encouraging SMSF trustees to take three steps now to prepare themselves for a successful transition to SuperStream. You must have an electronic service address that provides SuperStream rollover services. Your SMSF must have an ABN, and a unique bank account for the superannuation payments. And it's important that you confirm that your SMSF details are recorded with the ATO correctly. So this is a really good opportunity for advisors to avoid delays in the rollover process by checking that the fund's bank account details held with the ATO are up to date and confirming that their SMSF clients have a bank account solely for the SMSF. The ATO recently completed a mail-out to some 3,300 SMSFs where the ATO considered that the bank account was not unique to the SMSF. Now, not every SMSF will be impacted by the SuperStream changes on October the 1st. I'll explain that. Because an SMSF will only be affected when they need to either make or receive a rollover. If they're setting up or winding up an SMSF, or completing a restructure of the self-managed super fund. So if your fund is in existence and happily operating or receiving contributions, and there's going to be no rollovers in or out and no plan to wind up the SMSF, then there's nothing that you need to do. So before rolling over benefits to another fund, the transferring fund is, obli- is op- obliged to to perform a number of checks designed to ensure the rollover is not part of an illegal early release scheme and that the member's identity has not been compromised. One of these checks is ensuring that the receiving SMSF's bank account details, as shown on the rollover request, match those held by the ATO. So let's take a look at a couple of examples of an SMSF receiving a rollover and sending a rollover. So our first example would be a new member joining an SMSF and rolling over their super benefits from an APRA fund. So the SMSF trustees should check that the details are up to date with the ATO. The APRA fund that's sending the rollover will validate the members details with the ATO. And if they don't match, they will not initiate the rollover. The rollover will take place within three business days via the SuperStream system. And once the SMSF receives the rollover, they must respond via SuperStream to confirm that the rollover has been received. This is a new step for SMSFs, but a very important one. So if we think about the same example in reverse, uh, now the SMSF is processing a rollover out to an APRA fund. Obviously, the SMSF must have the funds available for rollover. The SMSF will need an active electronic service address or ESA to complete the rollover before rolling out the member's benefit. If they already have an ESA, no additional step is required. Now, as the SMSF is now the sending fund, like an APRA fund, the SMSF trustees must complete the verification checks before sending the rollover And the apra fund will need to confirm their receipt of the funds now as previously this must be sent via superstream and it must be completed within three business days of the rollover request cis regulation 6.34 capital a stipulates that following a written request to roll over trustees need to action the request via SuperStream no later than three business days after the trustee receives certain information. Now, this may create challenges for SMSFs, especially those completing annual administration or those that have investments in illiquid assets. The three business day rule commences on receipt of all information. However, to process a rollover out of the fund, the SMSF trustee will need to calculate the member's balance at that time. So how up to date the fund administration is will determine how quickly the SMSF trustee can calculate the member's balance and action the rollover request. So again, here's a tip for advisors that look at your clients and see who is yet to move their SMSF onto cloud-based accounting software systems or administration systems. Using cloud-based systems like BGL 360, Class or Supermate, uh, the fund information will be more readily available. So that will be a great start to meeting the shorter timeframe for rollover. Similarly, SMSFs investing in illiquid assets may need extra time for sale and settlement to allow for the rollover out. So trustees will need to consider and prepare for this eventuality if a member is looking to leave the fund. Family breakdown would be a good example of this, where you could see a member looking to exit an SMSF and roll over their benefits to another fund. Now keep in mind a disgruntled trustee is unlikely to be very lenient on complying with the three business day rule. So make sure your SMSF has an electronic service address. Existing SMSFs who are using SuperStream to receive contributions may still need to take action to comply with the new rollover rules, as not all digital service providers have updated their systems to the provision of rollover services. So existing SMSFs should check with their provider first. Remembering that the existing electronic service address may be okay until the SMSF needs to send or receive a rollover. If that is the case, they may need to source a new electronic service address and digital services provider. So again, a tip for advisors, so there are no delays, I suggest impacted SMSFs ensure they have access to an electronic service address as soon as the fund is established and for existing funds as soon as the decision to wind up is made. Now, there are some tools available to you uh, to help find out where you can get an appropriate electronic service address that will facilitate rollovers from the 1st of October. The best place to go is the ATO website and search the Register of SMSF Message Providers. You can use an ATO quick code search and the code number is QC47550. At the moment, rollover compatible electronic service addresses can be obtained from the following digital service providers. Australia Post, BGL, Class Super, Click Super, eSuperfund, SMSF Dataflow, and Supermate. Now, this register will be updated as more providers are certified. When looking at the register in progress, indicates the SMSF messaging provider is in the process of becoming certified to provide an electronic service address for rollovers and release authorities. So tip for advisors, check the status of your client's digital service provider to see if they need to source a new digital service provider and ESA for their clients. Because when you look at that register, if there's a no, in the rollover column that indicates the SMSF messaging provider will not be providing an ESA for rollovers and release authorities. So if you're using one of these providers, you may need to change in future if a rollover is required. Now, the ATO has delivered or introduced uh, new services to support SMSF trustees with the changes to SuperStream. The first one is their SMSF Verification Service, or SVS for short. APRA-regulated funds and self-managed super funds who receive a request to roll over their member's super balance to an SMSF must use the SMSF verification service to verify SMSF details before making the rollover. The, SMS, the SVS will verify the following, the SMSF status, whether it's complying or regulated, the TFN TFN of the member requesting the rollover, um, the if there is a date of death verified for the member, uh, the SMSF bank details that are held by the ATO and the electronic service address that is held by the ATO. So again, a tip for advisors, when a Superfund uses the SVS service, the member is alerted automatically to the rollover inquiry. If the member is aware of the rollover, no action is required. This is another example of how the ATO is protecting members' benefits. The second service is the Fund Validation Service, or FVS. Your fund must provide rollover and contribution details of its products on the Fund Details Register. You do this using the Fund Validation Service. Now, SMSFs will use the FVS service when rolling over benefits to an APRA-regulated fund. And the third service that's been provided is the SMSF Member TFN Integrity Check Service. The short name for this service is the SMSF Member TIC. Now, the SMSF Member TIC is an electronic service that must be used by self-managed super funds and their nominated intermediaries, who are their software providers, tax agents, administrators, etc., to validate the tax file number of an SMSF member. The SMSF member tick requests are processed via the standard business reporting, or SBR, in single request messages in real time. Now, all of these services can be accessed via your digital service provider. You do not access these via the ATO portal. And what else is changing? So SMSF trustees will be required to use SuperStream to receive and action certain release authorities, such as When the member has an excess concessional contribution, an excess non-concessional contribution, excess non-concessional contribution tax, a Division 293 tax that is due and payable, a Division 293 tax deferred debt, or the First Home Super Saver Scheme Release Authority. SuperStream is designed to ensure the request is processed faster with greater accuracy. It's important for SMSF trustees to understand how to access and action a release authority when rolling over benefits. Now, there are penalties if an SMSF trustee doesn't follow the SuperStream rules or process the rollover outside of the three business day requirement. Um, The trustee will have breached the operating standards of CIS and this may result in the issue of an auditor to contravention report, costs to rectify the breach, and possibly an administrative fine of up to 20 penalty units, which is currently $4,440. Now, it's important to remember that these penalties are paid personally by each trustee and cannot be recouped from the SMSF. So if you had a breach and you had two individual trustees, the fine would be $8,880. If you had a corporate trustee, the fine would be $4,440, irrespective of the number of directors of the corporate trustee company. Just another reason to change your SMSF to a corporate trustee entity. Now, more importantly, in addition to any admin penalties, the real problem is you won't be able to roll over your superannuation benefits from the APRA regulated super fund or other SMSFs won't be able to process your rollover request. So in conclusion, from October the 1st, SMSFs must use SuperStream for any rollovers. APRA to SMSF, SMSF to APRA Fund, or SMSF to SMSF. You can no longer complete a rollover by check and a paper-based rollover benefit statement from October the 1st. Now, remember, advisors, you must still provide a paper-based RBS to the member. So even though the SuperStream rollover will be done electronically, the RBS requirement to the member will still be done by paper. So hopefully I've been able to answer some of the sort of outstanding questions that you might have around uh, electronic service addresses and what is now only a month away uh, from ESAs becoming compulsory for use with SMSFs. Um, obviously, if you've got any questions, please direct them to BT Technical Services. Uh, thanks very much for your time today, and I'll pass back to you, Brian. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Neil. For those of you who have SMSF clients, there were a number of important reminders and tips to ensure your SMSF clients are ready for the Superstream changes from the 1st of October this year. Now, before I sign off this week, a quick update on the Better Advice Bill before Parliament that is intended to give effect to the wind-up of FASEA, transfer its responsibilities to Treasury and ASIC, and importantly for some, enable the Government to give effect to its announcement of an extension of the FASIA exam deadline to September 2022 for certain existing advisers. As a result of an amendment moved in the Senate, which was agreed to by Labor and the crossbenchers, this bill has been referred off to a Senate committee again, which means it will not have the possibility of being passed until at least the October sittings of Parliament, which commence on the 18th of October. And there are only three sitting weeks of the Senate and four sitting weeks for the House of Representatives that remain for 2021. So time is running out although we would still expect this bill to be passed in those sittings and I expect Fasia will continue to work on the transition with Treasury and ASIC even in the absence of the finalised legislation. Now remember, if you have any technical advice, strategy questions you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send the team an email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com and join us for our next fortnightly BT Academy technical webinar where we dive into various technical and regulatory matters. Our next session will be on Wednesday the 8th of September 2021 when Tim Howard, one of our BT technical consultants, will be running you through some of the key considerations around superannuation contribution standards. Not all contributions are what they seem. To register or to watch previous episodes, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. And all sessions do qualify for CPD points. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.